Um, Abby's going to be practicing her duck calls <laughs> in the other room. Uh, it's a new hobby of hers. So just, you know, make sure you're aware of that. It's that and woodworking. Tim likes, <laughs> Tim likes to fish. Abby's now interested in birds. This is going very well. You know, there's no other time that she can do it. So she has to do it now. When we do uh, 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea, you're going to be the host for that one. And we're going to... S- 20,000? Excuse me. At least I know... That was a, pre- fucking that, that was a prequel. <laughs> the prequel. <laughs> uh, That'd be hilarious if they just like... There's a whole other book down. in between where they get out. They just don't even mention it all. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. This is deeper than I thought. Oh, man. We have enough fuel Captain to get all the way down. Wasn't it Captain Nimoy? Was that the fucking name? Nemo. Nemo. Nemo, yeah. Nemoy is Leonard Nemoy. Well, yeah, so then who the, what the fuck's the captain's name in 20,000? Nemo. Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo. N E M O. There's no way. Uh, this is possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holy fuck. That's shit. okay. Oh you God. guys can't hear that, can Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ilya in Asheville and with us in Boston is hopefully a much better sounding Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy? Hello, Max. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not underwater. Um, will be in a few years because of climate change. Am I right, though, guys? Yeah. Oh, Hey, Anyways, hey, Tim, can you stop hey, rubbing your that political, political opinions? Shit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. God. We, that's we need to make point. sure that we aren't, we aren't rubbing our political, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. dingle dangles in people's faces, apparently. So. <laughs> because like gravity, climate change is a political opinion. So <laughs> let's just move on with that, right? Good. I'm doing well. Wonderful. And in Northern California, we've got the Sacramento masturbator, John Inoshak. How you doing? Oh, Max, I have started a 30-day drought of whiskey. John is no longer allowed whiskey. I am on whiskey quarantine after listening to last week's episode. <laughs> holy fucking shit. So, yeah, so that's good. Um, I feel great. I'm not working out. Um, uh, I'm still on the needle, but it's good. We're, we're good. We feel great. Good. How are you, Max? You sound actually quite chipper and crisp today. Ooh, it's because I got a new microphone. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. I'm good. I guess the the Nimbus sixty nine thousand. Right? Is that? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Okay. You got to get a firebolt. (laughs) Yeah, fire. Not kidding. Firebolt, Mike. It's so much better. Firebolt, Mike. Ooh. Once again, we're also welcoming back Magic Mike Preble, who's hopefully not half as drunk as he was last week, and also hopefully not eating a big bag of sour skittles in front of the microphone like he was last week. (laughs) How are you? Listen. Guys, you know, sometimes we're out there in the world and things are going great. And then sometimes we fall, you know, sometimes we all face first into just a a bucket of beer at one in the afternoon on a Friday. And you have to record a podcast seven hours later. So what else are you going to do when you don't have to work the next day? That being said, I listened to the podcast today and I was like so concerned. I was like, oh, shit. There was like. I was like, oh, man, like, I really don't remember good portions of the entire thing. So I was like, and I was listening to the first hour, and I was like, oh, actually, I'm all right. But then the last half hour, whoa, Nelly. Things really went off the rails at that time. So I was like, all right. So I made a conscious effort, Max. I didn't start drinking until 5.30. Wow. So that gives me a good, I know, right? 
I had something to do today, so I didn't get to start drinking <laughs> as as the sun came up. So uh, so hopefully a little more cogent, a little less yelling, and not reclaiming my time as much, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how uh, last week, probably the first word he said was, I'm doing smell. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was, it was like, it was like a, I, was, I heard that first and my heart sank. I was like, ah, fuck. It's just an, I looked at how much time it was. It was like an hour and a half. I was like, ah, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. And I was like, all right, Mike. And then he like, I came up, I crested. I was like, all right, here you go, Mike. And then it was like literally half, like 45 minutes to half hour. It's just goobble gobble. <laughs> just me being like, you know what else? Fucking chairs, man. What's their Preble, deal? Preble looked in the mirror and saw Tom Menino staring back at him, and he knew he was in rough, rough shape. I, I got Marbles Menino right next to me. I was like, oh, boy. This Uh-oh. is not a... Oh, Jesus, Mike. Woke up the next day, and I realized, like, why is the area where I record the podcast full of empty beer cans and my laptop still open? Uh-oh. It's a pool of urine in the corner. Why is there just a pile of fecal matter next to all of my stuff? All of my important legal documents. Oh, goodness. <laughs> all right and also in portland maine we have the squib squib billy magicless <laughs> bill dooley what's a flaccid wand doing there billy boy <laughs> it's doing doing just fine max thanks thanks so much again for that wonderful introduction i am um, i have not listened to last week's podcast yet so i'm just going to assume that i was flawless and perfect as always just just nailed it Nikki did say that her favorite thing about this entire series is John just saying something <laughs> super weird and then Bill just like was attacking him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what everybody else learned about themselves on the last episode, but I learned that when I get a little bit brown out that I like to talk about the Nazis a lot and I don't know why. <laughs> and not even like pro, not pro Nazi, just like, yeah, they're out there. And everyone's like, yeah, we like to not remember that. No, 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 no but you, you got to remember. I mean, you know, you history, know. cyclical, you know, fuck Nazi the curious. That's yeah, what we're <laughs> John, it's better than me. I haven't had a drink in four years, and I talk about the Nazis a lot. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget abortion. Uh, yeah. And abortion. Abortionis. Abortionis. Oh, God. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I hope that you're ready for that to be spread all over the internet. <laughs> More political opinions, am I right? Yeah, don't say that. Hey, all right. we are. Well, we're now in week five of our Harry Potter movie marathon, which means we watched 2005's Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix, directed by David Yates. 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 Bring it back, Yates. Bring it back to us, guy. Come on. You got it. You can do it. So, David Yates. What else is... Oh, go yeah. ahead. So, like, I think this was really, like, his first movie he did, but he is going to remain as a director going forward. He's kind of become, like, the studio's go-to in the Potterverse. So, he's uh, he did the rest of these movies, and then he's also going to be doing all the Fantastic Beast movies, too. All right. Yep. Very nice. I guess I thought he did a great job in this one because this is the longest book and the shortest movie. <laughs> and he didn't really take out a whole lot of stuff. Is it really the shortest movie? Yeah. Is that true? Pretty that's short. two Fucking hours. On the I'm sorry. That's really funny. Yeah. I guess I didn't notice. I it is, it's not the okay. longest book, though. I think it is. I think it is. It isn't is. It? It's the second longest. The fourth book is the longest. I think. Are Hold on, Bill. I got all uh-huh. the books. And wait a second. Let me look real quick. Hold on. That's, Max this has got this them all is, at the ready. This is going to go very <laughs> poorly for you, Max. All right. Book five is the longest, Bill. <laughs> what? <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> look at those decks out of here. <laughs> No, Tim, back Tim, tell your betrothed to calm down, to stop. Yeah. <laughs> According Listen, to, guys, yeah. it's practice time, okay? I can't I can't do that. 
According to Wikipedia, the U.S. edition is 734 pages for number four, and it's 870 for you for the other one, yeah. Which I just confirmed by looking at the book and opening it up to the last page. Oh, man. Primary sources, man. Baloney. Baloney. Bill, Bill, you're not starting off too strong on this episode, buddy. Yeah. I don't believe it. Wow. Yeah, I got to tell you, Bill, I really need you to get the fuck out here because the first thing you said about this book is absolutely wrong. So. Okay. Well, should we get into it? Let us do it. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. Now that, okay. now that we've established Bill's wrong, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the pace. Okay. Movie opens up with sad, sad Harry getting grilled by Dudley Bubba Sparks. When out of nowhere, the movie flips on the Terminator <laughs> 2 filter as two Dementors attack them. That's intense. That really... I remember watching it in theaters for the first time and really caught off guard by how fast that escalated. And... um. Do people not fucking see giant, you know, basically death in its true form, just like float, floating around? Who, no. who who didn't see this? The muggles don't. Muggles the muggles don't, don't yes. see that. They, they uh, explicitly say that, John. <laughs> Bill's back well, on top. Ah, there he is. There he is. I was hoping to get a rise out of him. So, but doesn't, but, I mean, can you not see something that is literally sucking your soul out of your face? And I think it's like, it like, like a, it's a metaphor for depression. Oh. Like some people got Dementors circling them all the time. That sounds like a political opinion, Max. I think we need to move on. Mm. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thrilled that Harry got a haircut in this, in this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's doing some curls too. Harry's looking good in this one. I'm just glad he looks like he can actually cast a spell and hold his wand without his arm exploding <laughs> due to the weight of the wand. It's like but- you're so meek. So yeah, finally. you definitely you finally see some aggression out of him when Dudley's just talking mad shit. Um, yeah, and you know he pulls his wand on him, but a Muggle's not going to give a shit if you pull a, a stick on him. He's like, "What are you going to do? Shove it up my ass?" No, like why can't he like pull it out mm. and like like a little bit of flame shoots out or something crazy happens? I don't know. Spiders, well, you know. It's just- well, go ahead, Bill. <laughs> no, no, then that's like all all of his Dudley's friends just like laugh at Harry. Dudley has had a pig pigtail grow out of his ass, so he's probably a little afraid of magic. He's seen his his aunt blow up and float away into the sky. He's he's been a little fucked up by this shit. But all the rest of the kids, they just laugh at Harry because he looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. except for Dudley, but who's just petrified. Do you think it would count for little party party tricks? Because obviously he's got the track and folks can, you know, the, the Ministry of Magic can see if he's fucking up or whatever. Do you think little parlor tricks actually count? Does that set off the the Geiger counter? I think so. I think when you're underage, yeah. I think it would have been, okay. been hilarious if Harry just shot him in the fucking kneecap <laughs> with a gun. And he's like, hey, I can't use magic. Uh, what do you want me to do? Just transforms right. him into a shitty $10 <laughs> chain. Yeah, <laughs> swears on his Spoil- neck. I'm Dudley now. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: My least favorite character is alive Dudley after the end of this movie. So, <laughs> also in this scene, though, once again, Harry not using the wand for the right reason. He fucking pokes uh, at Dementor. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have Hermione there to remind him that he mm-hmm. can do magic. Yep. Yeah. So Harry fights them off, and then his Snoopy squib neighbor, Mrs. Fig, walks the boys home. Which is followed by Harry getting a howler, expelling him from skew. Oh, no. And Okay, here's something I've always never understood about this movie. Then his uncle goes, justice. That just means he has to stay home with you. You guys hate each other. Why would that be a good thing? (laughs) Also, he can still do fucking magic. He just can't go to school. That's terrible for you. Now you got a kid that has nothing to lose. Which, when you think about it, is actually probably more dangerous. 
Absolutely. have like these people who are able to do magic and you're like, they are prone to do it in like either an unsafe circumstance or whatever. And they're like, you know, what's the best cast them out of a magical society. Let them use the harness and grow their power and do nefarious things with them. It's like, no, you would probably put them somewhere, whatever the school is for like the, uh, whatever the reform school that yeah. yeah, that he actually wanted to send him to, but now for wizards to be like, all right, this kid's a psychopath, put him over here and let him figure this shit out. You're basically just making the kid a death eater. Yep. So just put him in Slytherin. <laughs> That's just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how about uh, how about Petunia in that dress? Uh, I know Petunia? Jesus. The fuck. Hubba hubba. Oh my god. <laughs> she is definitely snogging the gardener or something. I mean, she's not. She's put, not putting that dress on for for uh, Vernon. No. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say it's they just sleep a in hot separate summer beds. <laughs> Surprised Vernon didn't try to eat her, but she looked like a watermelon. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a piece of that'd be a piece of fruit max he doesn't touch that stuff <laughs> he's eating ice cream i believe he's, he's yeah he is dumb yeah. fork in his mouth or Dude, he's, his eyes he's got like his fucking gout in his eyes and his nose like it's just fucked up he's all fucked up dude <laughs> all right so shortly after harry's uh escorted via broomstick by tonks the real mad eye moody and kingsley Sacklebolt to sirius black's house which is also the secret headquarters of the order of the phoenix where he's reunited with his friends, but he's shut out of the big kid meeting that's literally behind closed doors. So, we put a, <laughs> the whole theme of this damn movie, or at least the beginning of it, is that, yeah, as a kid that hasn't graduated yet, like, you don't fucking cast spells because it muggles will find out and Mr. Magic Man's gonna be pissed off. How the fuck? I don't, no magic is going to explain to me how suddenly you elongate a city block by like a quarter of its length because the house just pops up in the middle of it. Hmm. Obviously, you're not a magician. <laughs> like, that is it a magician, correct. not a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not one of these mages. I hear <laughs> five, five movies deep into the, the series. He's because magician. <laughs> Could you imagine Abracadabra. the, the amount, the how little respect a wizard has for a magician? Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, different different universe, but yeah, different really well. set of books, Mike. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. we got a just we, know some books. <laughs> we got a real heavy dose of uh, I don't know, mopey teenager Harry in this scene, though. Well, this is emo guys, Harry. Why didn't this you guys scene, write me a letter? Okay. Why couldn't you tell me about the secret society? I don't know, Harry. Have you ever heard of a fucking secret society? You have any idea what, how those work? <laughs> I know. Seriously, he's the stupidest point, person in the world. Probably has to do with I the mean, first word of it. Secret. <laughs> so he definitely doesn't get it, and we're going to get into it later. But he does not understand that the first rule about Fight Club: there is no fucking Fight Club. <laughs> it's true. All right. Then at dinner, Sirius tells Harry that the government smearing Dumbledore's name, denying that Voldemort's back, and then uh, old slit nose Voldy's heavily recruiting some big bad guys to add to his army. And he's after something big, something he didn't have last time, something that will. And then Mrs. Weasley cuts him off because why should anyone tell Harry any of this shit? Only everything centered around him. (laughs) There's that. Just trying to protect him, you know? Yeah. I was like, this is so useless. It's like, again, it's like everybody knows he's like, at least everyone believes at least at this point that he's like special, right? Based on who he is. And everyone's like, here's an idea. Let's just keep this kid in in the dark. 
Yeah. Just have them know nothing about anything. Give no information. And that's like, and again, I, I get it. That's why it's like feeding into this whole theme of this book of like isolation. But I was like, someone just give him a fuck. Just give him a heads up. Be like, hey, you know, this guy's trying to fucking murder you, by the way. So, like, here's A, B, C, like, so that you can run and try and save yourself. Everyone's just like, no, yeah. let's not do that. The entire series would be so much easier for everyone if they just sat Harry down and just talked to him like a human, like a man. <laughs> like, there would be but, so many less people dead. He's such a little bitch, though. I feel like they don't talk to him because they're like, ah, I don't want to talk to this little fucking bitch. He's just, <laughs> like, going to be a little bitch about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, that's what the, that's exactly what they said after they shut the door. That's what Lupin said. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be such a little bitch about this. I'm a werewolf. You don't see me complaining about it. So, yeah. at, at what part did Sirius Black just suddenly get back into everybody's good graces? Because it was really just like the kids and Dumbledore that knew he was cool and Lupin, and that was it. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah, no big deal." I guess it's because um, they let him crash at his house. You can't be rude well, to the I, the host. I think I think once you get Dumbledore on your side, everyone yeah. will kind of will kind of just agree with him. This is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Trump, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great guy. All right, then you get Harry's hearing, which was rushed ahead of schedule to prevent him from having a fair representation. But what do you know? Old Dumbledore, always playing three moves ahead, was already there for hours as he shoves the Minister of Magic into a locker, then drops the mic and walks out without saying a word to Harry. <laughs> Brad, what do you think this due process in the magical world? It's virtually non-existent. At least procedural due process, <laughs> I gotta tell you right now. I have to say, I don't know if this says something about me as like a human being, but I love every moment that they're in like the Ministry of Magic. Mm. I just think it's like super interesting. I'm like, wow, wizard government. How interesting. (laughs) What is it? Nothing. 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 Exactly. I mean, there's like no, they have this thing, the Wiz and Agamon. I'm like, is this a court or is this a legislature or is it both? I don't know, but I'm very interested. I'm like very, very, (laughs) you know, just intrigued by this whole process. But yeah, I was gonna say it's nothing. Nothing is better than Dumbledore playing 3D chess. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, "Oh, I I knew you were gonna try and bamboozle me, so I just was here forever." It's like, what? No, well, okay. I I would have loved my my only ambition for this scene would have been to insert a magical Johnny Cochran into the scene. <laughs> <laughs> if the wand don't fit, you must quit. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so good. I was trying to rhyme with Dementor, but I can't. That's a tough one. That guys. sounds that sounds difficult. Tormentor. Ooh. Ah, wow. The defendant's tormentor is clearly that Dementor. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Spam. Perfect. Woo. Also, through the I, magic of editing, that will be Max's. <laughs> 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 I said it before Tim did. <laughs> um... Also, I would, I would, Harry should have just been like, hey, what happened two years ago when I blew my aunt up and you said it was totally cool? Now, this is something that's a problem? Like, you have a problem with this? Yeah. Like, I'm, right. I'm, 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 hogwash. Yeah. <laughs> Bipolar. Exactly. Bipolar minister of magic. Jeez. Um, this is also where you get that gif of the diva hand on the hips Dumbledore stance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. To be fair, it, it does seem a little odd, right? Like, they're... Like they have like it's this full was he he says like a full criminal trial and they have like all these adults is like this fifteen year old boy he's like what's up it's like oh we're trying to throw me out of school is that a criminal matter in the in the wizard world yeah, like, no I, didn't, shit. I didn't think so but here we all are I guess so it's like, why, it's very important yeah why is the entire like legislative government in here for this and what do the different like colors mean 
There's people in black robes, people in red robes. What's the difference? Bill? Apparently, I know nothing about the book, so I don't know. <laughs> it's your favorite color. I think they're just playing up the mystery of it, like the fucking mm. Vatican. Maybe we'll go ask them. Oops. <laughs> so the kids head to school where you meet Luna Lovegood, who's reading her dad's magazine upside down. Then at dinner, you're introduced to one of the best love-to-hate characters in book and film history with Dolores Umbridge. Oh, my God. The number of times I have been in the shower in the morning and just dreamt about painful ways for her to die. (laughs) While naked. Dude, if I had a nickel every time, I'd have a private plane on 24-hour standby. Like, motherfuck. (laughs) I've settled on bees. Mm, Bees. I like that Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Bees! (laughs) Was it the Wicker Man? Yeah, the Wicker Man. Oh, the bees! (laughs) Killing me will bring back your precious honey! (laughs) (laughs) That being said, she is a wonderful villain. Probably like better than Voldemort in this this whole thing. Because she's like super sadistic, like really fucked up. Like we'll get into it, I imagine. But when she's like doing her lessons or what's it, her detention... Yeah, and it's like Jesus Christ, lady, fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah. She, she left more scars in Harry than Voldemort did. <laughs> yeah, for true. Seriously. Yeah, I, yeah she's, you know, she makes pink metal as fuck, and we will talk about mm. that. But just a brutal dude. I wanted oh, to yeah. wear pink. Excuse me, salmon all day after seeing <laughs> after watching this this movie again. Yeah. Hufflepuff on the outside, Slytherin on the inside. So she is. Darcy's true. You do kind of want to squish her like a little, like a marshmallow. You know, just kind of like squish, squish, squish. Maybe poke her in the belly and get that. (laughs) 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 That little squeak that she does. Yep. (laughs) Cool, Pillsbury, you know. All right, well, fast forward to that detention scene where Harry gets the I must not tell lies carved into his hand after he speaks out during Umbridge's first government regulated defense against a dark arts class. Metal! So metal! Fuck! Dude! This whole sequence, this whole sequence is just classic, classic left-wing garbage (laughs) trying to make everyone conform to how they want. If you don't, we're going to, like, scar you. We're going to take away everything. Trying to take away the goddamn good Americans that these British people are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I gotta say, I gotta. I find it very frustrating that they lump in all these things with Dolores, the bad person. You know, like standardized testing. I love standardized testing. I think standardized testing is terrific. Communist, I, like yeah. Um, but I will say, I think Harry went about that that detention all wrong. I mean, that is, as John would say, that w- that is a metal detention. But you gotta just mm. like once you realize what's going on, you just stare her in the eye and just scribble on the page as hard as you can. Just fuck up the back of your hand, but don't lose eye contact. Just scare her. <laughs> Scare the fuck out of her. <laughs> oh boy. I Bill, I I could not imagine if you were you ever in detention in school? Uh yeah, yeah. Oh boy. I could not imagine what you did to your teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Sat quietly, Tim, because I am a pussy. <laughs> I showed her and I did all my homework. <laughs> so we're now approaching the second act of the movie, which is pretty much several montages in a row, which is great for us because it's going to save us a lot of time. So in the first montage, you have Umbridge micromanaging all the students and raining on everybody's parade with one buzzkill proclamation after another that ends with a public execution of Trulani's career. 
But then Dumbledore struts in, saying Trelawney might be fired, but she ain't leaving Hogwarts as long as he's still the headmaster. You know what I love about that scene is, so they the 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 doors to that courtyard are giant double doors, and Dolores and everyone streams, but it has like regular-sized doors built into it, and everyone streams in and out of the regular-sized doors, including Dolores when she kicks out Trelawney. And then like right at the precipice, the big moment, Dumbledore swings both sides of the giant, like twenty foot tall doors open. It's like you didn't need that. This is a very regular size. Yeah, yeah, massive what a, cock. Dude. What a show table. Why do you think he wears all the robes all the time? Like <laughs> Dumbledore being technically correct, the best kind of correct. He's like, oh yes, you can dismiss these teachers, but now you still have control of the ground. She's like, technically yes, but for right now, and he's just like motherfucker he just turns around and just yells at all the kids and i'm just like <laughs> just taking his <laughs> exactly it's like just taking it out on all the kids who have had nothing literally nothing to do with other than just being in like the main courtyard just be like oh shit something's going like, down here that's like a dad who's just got schooled by his wife it's just like totally totally got schooled in an argument by his wife and then he turns around and he goes go out and play yep. go out yeah, and exactly. play you fucking idiots <laughs> turn that shit off yeah. <laughs> Did I buy you something to do? Get out of here. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then Sirius tells the kids that the minister has become super paranoid and he thinks Dumbledore is trying to create an army to overthrow the government. And in a flash of thunder and lightning, the kids are on their own. What form of fire talking did you like more? Because they obviously did it different in this one than they, they did, did. In, the, in the fourth one. I prefer this one. You did. All right. I like the I like the other one, but Sam was saying that she liked this one more too. Yeah, it would have been a little weirded out. Wait, what are we talking about? In the I'm in lost. the in the fourth book, Sirius like talks to Harry in the in the, uh, in the fireplace in the okay, fireplace, and, he, and, and he's okay. like he's like he's coal like or ash. Yeah. 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 And yeah. In this one, his face is just like a picture in the flames. Yeah, he looks like that villain from uh, the intro of uh, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I prefer the more of the like the the hologram looking one in the fire. Hmm. You actually know who you're talking to. That's yeah. true. I think that one's I think that one's clear. I mean, I I'll give uh, the fourth book, you know, fourth movie like credit for trying to go for like an interesting take of his like face being charcoal or whatever. But I was like, all right, this, this is good too. Yeah. Also, fuck that movie. So this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this leads to the third montage with the good kids forming an underground defense against a dark arts class called Dumbledore's Army in the Room of Requirements with Harry as their lead teacher. Once again, the first rule about Fight Club is there is no fucking Fight Club. What the fuck, Harry? You are literally starting an army and you don't want people to... You're leaving paper trails. This is the first fucking thing. He's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Not only that, Jim, but he's like... His coaching method totally wouldn't work. He's being supportive and trying to like help them with positive reinforcement. That's never going to work. No. You have to be, you have to degrade them, tear them down to ev- to the bottom base of their being, and then grind them into nothingness. And that's the only way you get excellence out of people. I mean, right? shit, you build them back up. Remember the Titans? No, Denzel no, no, you don't, you don't build them back up. You just oh, leave, so them. You leave, them. leave them scattered, broken yeah. up. <laughs> the ones who pull themselves together, they'll be strong. The rest yeah. can fester and die. They're the real threat. You got to watch out for those ones. We have Couldn't a three percent. Better myself, Bill. We have a three percent survival rate. Um, needless to say, it's a competitive program. 
<laughs> when I say survival raid, I mean survival raid. <laughs> Ron, uh, I gotta say, Ron promising to take it easy on Hermione and the dueling is just, that's just rich. You're the worst character in this entire <laughs> franchise. You're clearly challenging, by far, the best character in this entire franchise. Of course you're gonna get your ass kicked. Yep. That was embarrassing for everyone. Also, not the best idea to have a dueling lessons in front of a fire. True. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, probably not the best. Although I will say, having the brother, having the uh, the twins, Fred and George, betting on Ron, I was <laughs> yeah, like, that's good. but you, yeah. I like that. It's funny anyways, but in reality, like none of them would have bet on them because they live with him, right? right. They know like, wow, fucking, at least we're on like the Quidditch team. At least we have something. We're like funny. We're not like particularly good at magic, but like we're funny, like kind of clever and we play sports and it's like Ron's not good at sports. He's not funny. Not clever, not anything. They both would have been betting very heavily on Hermione, I believe, in real life. But yeah, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. All right. Then you transition into another montage with Umbridge forming her personal Hitler youth team, a.k.a. Draco and his goons, <laughs> while the kids continue to improve. Then Harry kisses Cho Chang. Uh, Ooh, Cho Chang. All of the Cho Chang. Is just Sorry. oh god! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that is racist. Uh, oh wow! One cast. Ugh. I, I actually retched there. For a <laughs> um, Cho Chang, her significance. Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the love interest. Her significance is like just completely. It's bullshit at this point. Like. In the books, at least at this at this juncture, we're like, oh, he's been eyeing her, like, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying, like, and but she just kind of shows up, and all of a sudden Harry's like, oh yeah, I like chicks now. You want fuck? <laughs> <laughs> want me to talk more about how your boyfriend died in front of me? Does that yeah. get you hot? Well, and they also they make out in front of a picture of him. Like yep. he, there's a picture of him on that mirror. That's mm-hmm. that's a weird setting. It's a that real cuck weird situation. bastard. Also, a super, also, super weird way to describe making out with someone. It was wet. wet. She was crying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not good, Harry. That's not good. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to tell me that in addition to being a great wizard, you're also a sexual sadist? <laughs> Man, that's a weird combo. I, I, I will say, it's such like a PG, like regular thing, but... He's like, oh, he's because he's in this room requirement. Like, whatever you need, like, comes up and it's a mistletoe to like kiss her. I was like, any other fifteen-year-old boy in the world, it would have been like a room with the, you know, with like condoms spread everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, not being able to get this shit done. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like that's absolutely like the most like sweet. Like, oh, just a mistletoe. He wants like one kiss, like one single kiss. It's like any other real life depiction of like a 15 year old boy. It's like, I got a girl alone. Oh, God, what am I going to do? <laughs> it just would have absolutely just forehead been like a like forehead. A, so, yeah. <laughs> Preble, what does it say about me that like my 15 year old self in the room requirement in that scenario would have been like one of those heart shaped, like felt vibrating beds that's coin operated? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> exactly. I need oh, it. That's it's what like women want. Yeah. yeah. That's what you find like the kitty ranch or at like in like Austin Powers plane, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. that's what like I think most any other fifteen year old boy in the world, except for this wizarding world of Harry Potter, like would have wanted. It's like you can what do you need to get the, to to get to accomplish this goal, Harry? To get it you obviously done. like this girl, right? What do you need? I know. Oh, wish for mistletoe. Tra la la la. It's like, God, you're fucking useless. Absolutely what useless. The, what if the scene after this was just Harry 
laying pipe. <laughs> like he had like a Ron Jeremy stroke, you know what I mean? And then Umbridge walks in and he's like, he's got her hair wrapped around his arm and he's just like behind her. Like, I, was, I was also envisioning some of those like test dummy statues just like poofing into existence and just the arms are just giant cocks just flipping around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see Harry kind of look up like, what the fuck? And it's just like, uh, uh. Sorry, you know, like your room actually talks. Whoops, misread that one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. No, excuse us. <laughs> sorry, the hat told us way along ago that you were going to be in Slytherin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We thought you wanted to get real. <laughs> like, oh, no, not at all. They do a little peck, and then Cho Chang grabs him, brings him out of the room, goes back in the room, and it's just nothing but, like, chains and bondage machines in there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's Iron oh, Maidens did- galore. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dear Lord, lady. Cedric, Cedric got out easy. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, it would have been a lot better than this shit, though. Well, I, I can tell you that these days, from age 15 now to uh, age 30, thereabouts, um, that if I was in that room now, it would conjure, once again, the image of Rudy Giuliani getting bent over a desk <laughs> and by Mike Pence. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> All right. After this, Harry snaps a Dumbledore after he reports a real vision of Mr. Weasley being attacked by Voldemort's snake in the Department of Mysteries. So now it's Snape's turn to help, where he mind rapes Harry repeatedly without his consent. <laughs> yeah, that that gets a little ugly. Yeah, um, he does not like it. <laughs> Bite the pillow. I'm going in dry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh good. Like the Wizarding World. Of, this is like the Wizarding World's version of electroshock therapy. <laughs> yes. Like they're like, oh, Harry obviously has the brain. The brain fucks. So we got we to get Snape in there to shock that out of him. I will say, I gotta. I I actually really do like this movie quite a bit, and I like the whole setup they have here. Of like, like everyone's like, you know, like Harry's there, and there's all this confusion. He's yelling at Dumbledore. Dumbledore's like, "All right, we need to take care of this." Snape, and the next scene is just Snape with it grabbing Harry's arm, taking him down yes. into a deep dark dungeon, <laughs> and just putting him in a chair and just being like, "I'm going to literally quote." Penetrate your mind. Like the Dark Lord, I was like, Jesus Christ. And he's like, prepare yourself. It's like, oh no. Whoa, Nelly. Joe Paterno walks in and goes, oh, I don't see nothing. (laughs) He's a good recruiter. It's fine. Culturally, I think the Wizarding World needs to work on just context in normal conversation. Um, For instance, uh, Lupin and Sirius like busting in all the kids saying, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And not saying, oh, we're going to kill the rat don't worry about it yep. and then snape's like <laughs> snape you know what to do and then immediately you're like you're you're the scariest teacher in the school grabs you by the fucking shirt tail and brings you into a dungeon yeah and then says Alex prepare yourself <laughs> context yeah. and then again i have to say just like once they're done with this scene the way they leave it it's just like this this shot back from like this dungeon like out into like the cold dark night i'm like jesus christ you're not making this seem good for anybody. No. This is absolutely miserable. Yeah. With a young boy screaming. Dun dun. In a dungeon. <laughs> exactly. It was like, where, where is SVU? I enjoyed the whole scene. I thought it was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsical and fun for everyone. <laughs> Bill, you scare me. <laughs> Fast forward past Christmas with Haggard returning from his disappointing Giants recruitment season as he warns the kids that a storm is coming. Keeps on happening. And he ain't kidding. As you transition 
to uh, Bellatrix Lestrange and her fuckboys breaking out of Azkaban. Oh shit, it looks like Hot Topic's gonna be having a record-breaking sales weekend. <laughs> I, I have to say, they say Azkaban is like the this untr- impenetrable fortress. People are breaking out of this shit all the time. <laughs> like seven last, people in two years. Out of last, yeah, two out of the last three movies, people just breaking out of this shit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't bring it up in the third one, but it, it does seem like a pretty serious flaw that you can get out of Azkaban by just being transfigured into either an animal or uh, a, a bone or, or into some yeah. or uh, using polyjuice potion. I mean, Dementors yeah. are pretty useless if they can't detect polyjuice potion. Yeah. Once again, this all goes back to uh, continuity of government um, in the wizarding mm. world and, uh, <laughs> you know, a lack of peaceful transition of power and um, each party does not share notes with the last. <laughs> a lack? Yes. It's still the same. What? <laughs> Cornelius Fudge it's... is still the, still the minister. I don't understand this at all. <laughs> all I have to say is that Hagrid went on a month-long months-long thing to try and convince these giants, and the only thing he came back with was like a black eye. So either Hagrid is like the baddest motherfucker on the planet, you know what I mean? Or again, like he just didn't do his job and punched himself in the eye after he got after he got out of the bar. You know what I mean? For being there for like eight months. Yeah, he just went on a bender, took all of Dumbledore's money, just drank it away, and then just punched himself yeah. in the bathroom, and came back. Exactly. I, again, I tried it. They didn't really. It didn't work out. <laughs> Professor Dumbledore, I, I tried my best, but I, I got a. Uh, excuse me. I I I, I lost me uh, me my me way. <laughs> and I got caught in the pub for the next couple months. It's like hundreds of galleons, I tell you. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. I shouldn't have told <laughs> oh, you that. Oh, Hagrid, you and your drinking will get you into grave someday. Oh, God. Maybe, or maybe, maybe again, Dumbledore being this terrible person that he is, is maybe trying to kill him. Like, oh, this is a liability. Let me send him out to like these fucking deep, dark forests to see if he can kill himself. Dumbledore was hoping that they ran a train on his ass. Let's face it. Come on. <laughs> go ahead, Hagrid. Why don't you go parlay with the giants? That should go real well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. What's What uh, magical creatures do you get along with the least? Oh, you know, that have that bitch of a mother of mine who uh, didn't want me or whatever died. Let me see if I can talk to them. It's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> no, because I have I'm not even a real good wizard. I have no discernible real skills in this area. Might as well send me on a diplomatic mission. <laughs> All right, back to Harry teaching the kids the Patronus charm where the room is full of laughter and floating animals. When I'm bridging her Aryan band of bitches break in. <laughs> yeah. True. That got very Hitler youth there for about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It was more effective because, unlike the sound of music, they didn't break into fucking song while they were kicking <laughs> the door in. So I'm down with it. No, instead, Umber Jones killed like a 12 year old. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, if, if Harry hadn't pulled that kid out of the mm-hmm. way, he was 100% dead. Dead. Yeah. You know, correct. You, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or and that was white enough to definitely be an egg. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that, that's what I think is hilarious. Like, could you imagine like the Daily Prophet trying to report that? It's like, minister slash Hogwarts headmaster blows hole in wall, murders child. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, how are we going to spin this one? Uh, easy. Like, uh, All you say, another child dies under Dumbledore's watch. Boom. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unrelated construction ongoing at Hogwarts. <laughs> This child ran away from me, and I thought he had a gun. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, no. He's Political, white. political. Get that out of here. I'm so sorry. 
My my mistake. Yeah, this kid was looking in the wrong building, and we just decided <laughs> to chase him down and tell him that, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, or it's just it's Hogwarts and Kids Day all the time. Yeah, no, I was gonna say also, Hogwarts. Hogwarts is just like yeah. Hogwarts is just some sort of death trap liability nightmare. I don't know who the I don't know who the hell the insurer is for Hogwarts, but motherfucker, yeah. they must be paying at settlements left and right. Well, it's I like, yeah, kids they, legs get. <laughs> Yeah, they say they that. They have to be self-insured out of their endowment. Yeah, and I was like going to say, right? I was going to say, I don't know what insurer, what magical insurer could do this, because I, I can't imagine one in the real world that this, would be able to do that. It's got to be like a 20-page waiver that all the parents have to sign yeah. when sending their kids yeah. to, yep. you <laughs> fully aware are aware that there is a there is a 75% chance your, your child will be killed or maimed in, yeah. in a 10 Well, my sister course. and my best friend died when I was there, so that makes sense. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or mind penetrated by Snape. <laughs> exactly. We are, not, we are not liable for any mind rape your child experiences. No, they what? need like a Willy... <laughs> they need like a, the Willy Wonka thing where it's just a huge wall. It's just one gigantic contract. And the, the lettering gets smaller and smaller as it goes down. <laughs> That's what we need for Hogwarts because god damn. Yeah, they say the semester doesn't start until a 12-year-old dies, so here we go. <laughs> You'll just clink glasses. Hey! So this leads to Dumbledore taking the fall for Harry and being sentenced to Azkaban, but old Dumby ain't going down quietly as he and Fox do so with a flaming YMCA hand-over-the-shoulder clap. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a baller exit. <laughs> it was intense. As the, as the one guy says when he walks in, he's like, I don't care what you say about him, but Dumbledore's got style. I'm like, yep. shit, motherfucker. <laughs> And then he puts on his sunglasses, and then he gets the who's Yeah, song. exactly. I don't know how, how do you say it? Come quietly? It's like, oh, shit. You know when someone doesn't know, like, a regular phrase? You know, like a phrase that everybody uses? He's like, how do you say this phrase that everybody uses? Come quietly. It's like, oh, this motherfucker. He is going to murder us all or do something insane. You want me Like, to... explode and... Sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> no, exactly. No, that was basically it. It's just like, you think it's going to explode in flame. You want me to? How do they say it? Turn myself in? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How many guns does oh, he have gee. under there? <laughs> exactly. That's when you see all, like, it's dollish and shackable. And they're all like, all right, how do I get the fuck out of this room before I get, <laughs> you know, my legs chopped off or burned alive or what is it? And they're like, all right, where are the exits? <laughs> It's like a clockwork orange scene starts. Yeah. <laughs> starts singing, singing in the rain. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's exactly. skipping around like, the room. Get the kids out of here. <laughs> I know. They're looking around like, are there any chairs with any sort of like any, anything? Any sort of wrist straps on them? It's like, oh, get God. The how, how'd, you get, how'd you get myself into this one? <laughs> All right. Then Haggard God. mysteriously leads the kids into the woods and introduces them to his of mice of men, dimwit brother, Lenny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I I did not support this. I mm. it's time to a fucking tree. It's it's so yeah. Jesus Christ! The thing weird. is, filthy. he's my brother. Doesn't it look like it's like half missing its nose? Like it got chewed yes. off? Yeah, like man. it? Yes. Yeah. Good God! Like which brings me to another thing, which is that he hasn't similar with Voldemort. Like, do you feel like if they're moving really fast that like gnats and shit just fly into their nose? Like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's an issue. Motorcycle. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> God, but yeah, when they introduce him, he's like, someone's got to take care of him. It's like, so you want three, again, still children, wizard children, but children nonetheless to take care of a, what, 15 foot, 20 foot giant who apparently just grabs people, starts trying to rip limbs off. Right. Okay. He hasn't even you hit know, puberty like, yet, dude. Like, I know that's a, 
Well, it's, that's what I think is he may have. Be, I mean, he did give Hermione that that sweet tricycle bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, just a pure George and Lenny moment. It's just you know, you take him out back, grab a wand or a rock, maybe or a club, and you just. Take care of it near hopefully a body of water, and then I think can either float downstream or to the bottom. Right? Yeah. It's like this thing. This is not going to end well either way. You're petting Hermione way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he just bring him to the fucking giants for fuck's sake? He took them. He took him from the giants. Yeah. He brought him That's back the only one he from got. the giants. Oh, That's the only, that was his, his one star. That's his one star recruit that he got. <laughs> I don't know, George. I thought he had just because you know Hagrid likes to just keep (laughs) giant, deadly, rapey shit in the in the forest that only he knows about. That's cool with him, but kills everybody else. Like, so I was thinking that it had always been there, like hanging out with the spiders and shit. You know, that he had always had it roped up. Yeah, I legitimately thought that since birth, just just like this rope around its neck. Here you go. You'll grow into it. It's me, brother. <laughs> that's that's the most fucked up thing. That's the best fucked up story I've heard. The the, uh, the Wizarding World, knowing that whatever it is, Grop was there the whole time. He's always <laughs> He's been in been the woods. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, also, again, yeah, they definitely should have killed him. It's like, all right, let's mercy killing. You know, like the Spartans, just like all right, this this one, nothing. This isn't going to work out. Let's just push this one out onto a cliff. See how that goes. <laughs> All right, cut the hair. He having a memory about his parents when Snape mind rape. <laughs> Good God. Uh, it made me tired. How dare you have a memory about your dear parents, you fucking... <laughs> okay. <I'm not> <laughs> what? Fucking what, Snape? Fucking what? I know. I, was like, I like the, the deep in breath from Tim. He's like, hold on. <laughs> swallow, swallow that word. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Uh, but it's great. I got to tell you, it's it's great because Harry's just at one point, he's like, I got to get the fuck up. Like, you're just basically beating the hell out of me. I got to think like he's like, and then Snape, just in pure, pure Snape fashion, he's like, the Dark Lord isn't wrestling. He just throws him into like a table. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I get it. Like, I'm, but I'm still 15. You know, I'm still a child. <laughs> he's standing there, his eyes rolled behind his head and then Snape just shoves him. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's like foaming from the mouth because he's being basically abused. The kid has had an old man's fucking like mind cock in his in his brain for like the past (laughs) three hours. Yeah, he needs he needs a break. Dude, not only that, but like the Harry's like uh, these like uh, flash ins or whatever you want to call it. Right. These like, you know, cut. I don't want to I don't know what you want to call them, but whatever. Fucking. Yeah. Well, are they memories? I thought they were happening like live. No, no memories. No, it's memories, they're yeah. memories. Okay, they're memories. Yeah. So, but like these memories, like fucking Voldemort. Like, why is he dressed like he's going to a swingers party at like a retirement home? <laughs> Can somebody explain <laughs> this to me? Like, he's in these like fucking robes, like fucking prancing around. Like he, ah, ah, so fucking annoying. And doesn't wear shoes or socks. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Always or anything foot. under the robes. It's a just thin black sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say. That's me when I get a stomach bug. I just put on a robe. I just put on a robe and just hang out. I'm like, man, that, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> I, <laughs> Call me the Dark Lord. I just, I just don't. We don't need but to. But that being, I bet again, this, it's great though. I got to tell you, after, you know, when you peer into, Snape's mind is just like, oh, he was made fun of as a child, which everybody knew. Like yep. that was never in doubt. It like does make you feel a little bad for him. But again, 
I, I have to say, it's a very satisfying moment when you can see that Snape is like, I'm going to fucking kill this kid. You're, like yeah. when he snaps out of it. And you can <laughs> see then that, that, that thought passes mind. He gets up there and like grabs him and then it's like, well, hold on. You might get fired. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> he just like lets him go. He like grabs him. He's he's got like the knife in the boot and he's like ready to grab and just stuff it in this kid's like his artery and he's just uh, it's like a thought, never mind. Let me hold back on that. <laughs> then after this, Fred and George, fed up with Umbridge's shit, decide to quit school and open their prank store as they do a full product demonstration with an explosive firework Beautiful. ending. I mean, I'm I'm a little upset that they interrupted the owls, so that's important. <laughs> Bill's the only one. <laughs> This what goes back to Bill's owls? appreciation. You ruined my paper. <laughs> His appreciation of standardized tests. Soot all over it. Yeah. Bill, were you exiled to Maine? Is that what happened? No, no. Massachusetts is all about it. Uh, standardized testing. I'm going to just try and bring it to Maine. I'm a. <laughs> no. I'm an ambassador. Oh my god. Bill was the only kid in school who was like, "Hey guys, the MCAS are important. Okay, let's all take this seriously." I loved the MCAS. <laughs> Also, the Iowas. Do you remember taking the Iowas? Those were great, too. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. <laughs> I remember them, but I don't remember them as fondly as Bill. <laughs> no wonder. I, I always wonder who that child was who was always singing in the next next room over from me when I was taking the MCAS. Just like, we're in the money. We're having fun. Do, 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 do. Just like taking these tests. And now I know it's Bill. <laughs> so that, that's at least one thing. I on enjoy my testing. All right. I don't, I don't need to hide that. Testing is fun. Bill's an anomaly. Like Bill's the only person that loves testing, and if you called him out on it, he would like physically attack you. <laughs> Bill just likes the competition. That's it's the competition. That's really what it comes down yeah. to. I'm better than you. <laughs> all right. So during all these fun times, Harry has a full blown vision of Sirius being tortured by Voldemort in the Department of Mysteries. So they head to Umbridge's office to use a flu network. Uh oh! What the fuck was that? <laughs> Yeah, what happened? Uh, TJX just called me, which stopped my recording. So I need to now begin recording again. Did you say TJ Max? Recording twice. No, no. <laughs> so TJX or whatever. I think that's like the TJ Max parent company or whatever. They just called me, which was great at nine o'clock. So trying to get trying to get so a job, Preble. I'm desperately up for cash, gang. Do they have? <laughs> I need uh, help here. Do they have lightly used cardboard boxes for you, or what? What do you? <laughs> Lightly used. I'll, they they have the primo cardboard boxes. Maybe that's what it is. I've been placing several calls a day. Uh, <laughs> just be like, do you have any spare cardboard boxes, please? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, please leave us alone. It, sir. it is a crisis. You know, you got to give them a little time. Yeah. What about shrink wrap? Very true. <laughs> you know, will you take anything, please? <laughs> like, okay. Preble and Michelle <laughs> recently just had a child, and they left the child at a teacher's Listen, stop calling it. That's not my kid, all right? <laughs> but it's got your name on it. It's got all your stuff. You left all your cards here, credit cards, everything. It's like, I don't believe you. See you later. <laughs> your name's on the bottom of its foot. Are you holding it right now? You're the last one touching it. It's yours. <laughs> Possessions, nine-tenths of the law. I'm a lawyer. Bye. <laughs> when I just leave. <laughs> just bounce. <laughs> what? That's not true. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Oops, see you. <laughs> that baby don't look uh, like me, like me. <laughs> takes you back. Is he, is he smart like me? Okay. <laughs> please, please, somebody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought Tom? I was the whitest guy on the fucking show. <laughs> No, I, okay. That uh, has to be me. I'll, I'll <laughs> say it again. Yeah. So uh, they had the Umbridge's office to use the flu network, and they get busted by the uh, the evil Pinky and her goons. So 
Umbridge is about to use a Crucio curse on Harry, but Hermione, being the clever girl that she is, tricks Umbridge into <laughs> thinking that Dumbledore's weapon is in the forest. So it looks like Umbridge is about to kill the kids when she's attacked. Uh, yeah, when she's attacked by a giant Lenny and a gang of really pissed off centaurs. <laughs> I, I that was never in my wildest dreams in the shower, thinking of her getting killed. But um, <laughs> that would have been a good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's by a bunch of centaurs. Oh, yeah, my when God. You said, when you said it earlier, I was like, how, how about getting raped and murdered by centaurs? That's probably a pretty rough way to go. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a good one. Um, I still It depends think, on what you're into. Yeah, I mean, because they are muscular. I mean, I, I took I took a look, you know. I was like, oh. They are tight and toned, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, high five, Tim. <laughs> yeah. they, literally, they, they literally have horse cocks, so. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the point? Finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why use Gorgio? I mean, if you already got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mu- I must not tell lies though is that's a sweet line that's, oh yeah that's a good one-liner oh, fuck you bam yeah, exactly so now the kids head to the uh, department of mysteries for real this time where harry finds a prophecy about himself made by trulani that says neither can live while the other survives but then daddy malfoy bellatrix lestrange and a gang of death theaters chase after the kids that ends with them being held hostage, so Harry has no choice and hands over the prophecy. So I know I go ahead. No, Jim. no, you, because I'm gonna be going for a long time on this. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, I know I've already brought it up. I just hate the way the Death Eaters dress. I hate the way Voldemort dressed. I hate the way these fucking you know, it's so like flamboyant and over the top. It's like you know what? You gotta dress like a farmer from Kansas to get some respect from me, okay? <laughs> where are those blue? Where are their blue jeans? Exactly. The hell these though. overalls, yeah. And yeah. straw hats, and straw so, in your mouth. Every, yeah. Everybody's exactly. always gotta just you know. Well, we're evil, and we have to you know, people have to know. We want to be cool, so um, so there's some Germans. <laughs> Basically, Tim is like, where is Huck Finn? Where is he? And why isn't he either one, paint my, my, paint my damn fence, yeah, or fence. two? <laughs> this is just a, this is a movie about the liberal elite okay. and them buying all their Gucci clothes, okay? <laughs> Buy your clothes from Tractor Supply, and then we'll talk. Eyes wide shut, masks. Yeah, no, yeah. Fidelio. Um, so, how? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. No, okay, it's suddenly this entire fucking movie turned into a shitty episode of like Dragon Ball Z because the prophecy is a little glowing ball and -hmm. like rewind back to the, you know, the fucking Dumbledore's army. We don't talk about fucking fight club, but like there's a magic room that you can train in and get super badass and then just go fight a bunch of random motherfuckers all over a glowing ball. This movie is literally like the fucked up flipper baby of fight club meets Fucking oh, just prophecy. Going. No, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I'm just angry about it. Keep going. <laughs> Where are you gonna say, Bill? I was just gonna say we. <clears throat> they kind of they don't they don't talk about it much, but for the first time and or the second time in the entire movie franchise, and I think the last, Ron actually does something useful. He gets them uh, gets them uh, out of Dolores's office, which is amazing. You don't actually see it happen, but he says it. So I'm gonna give him give him the de- benefit of the doubt there. <laughs> Also, they all apparently fly Thestrals in in the movie. Yeah. And the only two people who can see Thestrals are Harry and Luna. So everyone else, as far as as I can tell, are just like, (laughs) they they would see themselves floating on air. 
Like they wouldn't. Everybody else should be screaming <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, oh, I'm flying on nothing. <laughs> you know, and they're like just zooming what to London happening? from uh, from Scotland to London. Could you imagine how long that would take? <laughs> For them to fly there, a while and not hours, not, hours. Not to mention, not to mention. So Harry has this vision. They go to Dolores's office and they get caught. They get like interrogated for a little while. Then they get Dolores out into the woods, far into the deep into the, the hidden forest. Then they get back out of the forest. They find Thestrals and they fly to Scotland. If Sirius was actually getting tortured, he was getting tortured for like twenty four hours. Mm. That was well, a the long Thestrals time. were in the woods it's a long time. The Thestrals were already in the woods from the movie, so at least they got that. Well, but they had, they had, in the movie, they had to go back out to the bridge to meet up with everyone. They, like, oh, yeah. they went almost yeah. all the way back to the school. Mm. Yes. Also true. They yeah, also they destroy a ton of prophecies. Like, they, <laughs> all of the them. Best part. That's a Every lot of <laughs> Literally the entire... <laughs> Literally, just like like shelf upon shelf. And these aren't like regular shelves. They're like 100 feet tall. Yes. They have like thousands upon thousands. They're all just crashing to the ground. And I mean, maybe some of these prophecies are like, you'll forget to get milk next Tuesday, right? <laughs> some of them aren't always the biggest things, but still, it's like, oh my God. They have just, that's like someone just burning like the only library in town, like in the world, down to the ground. It's like you were destroying all of our knowledge. About I this still stuff. have the one that said who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> no, that one was also destroyed. Fuck! Damn! Damn it! All, oh, all, my all just so that Harry's prophecy could end up getting destroyed for nothing. <laughs> for absolutely nothing. It's all yes. gone. Dude, all of it's, them. it's shitty Fight Club with Dragon Ball Z on the side. Just starting over. All <laughs> so that way somebody can get laid. I will say, I got to say one more thing. They do a lot of really good things in this movie. They, I think this is a huge turnaround, but they really dropped the ball with the Department of Mysteries. There was a ton of really cool shit going on in the book. And to yeah. just focus on just the orbs and the room with the, the archway. I mean, I wish they'd done like at least one or like just even just running through a one or two other rooms. It, they, they, they make up for it. Cool stuff. They make what, up for it in, in the seventh yeah. movie, though. What kind of ball and shit do we miss? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head, John. Don't put me on the spot like that. What do you think? I know stuff? Yeah, I know. Books? <laughs> I think, well, one, one of them, it's like they go to um to Mr. Weasley's room, like the, the muggle department, and it's just like a bunch of crazy things happening in there. <laughs> just like cars are upside down, like beeping, and it's just like... I would, just, okay, I cool. would love it if it was just like a torture chamber. <laughs> it, was just, it was just regular people just like screaming after they, like they're just being poked and prodded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Cho Chang's room. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then oh, Sirius God. steps in and punches Malfoy in the face as the Order of the Phoenix get into a duel with the Death Eaters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan that they actually had like a real fight in this. And I appreciate, I don't know why. I like the fact that like they are doing like. They're performing spells. You can't like hear them all the time. You see like flashes and snaps of different things. I'm a big fan of that. I really don't like the fact that people can turn into like wraiths of like white and golden light. Yeah. I'm like, we don't need this symbolism. We all know who the bad guys are. You all know who the good guys are. I don't need that. But I was a big fan of like the fight just in general, yeah. like them showing everybody just like duking it out. I was like, yes, finally, after like four fucking books, we finally get like a bunch of people doing spells at each other. 
I was like, this is this is the good part. This is what well, I've been waiting for, and I I was pretty I was pretty pleased. I feel like carpal tunnel is an issue in the Wizarding world with all that that <laughs> wand <laughs> snapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I just like that the first legit wand fight in the series was all the adults and the kids are looking on. Like it makes you feel like like this fight is reserved for the big kids. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of get that I viewpoint. Wanted some real gruesome deaths. Like I did. I wanted one death. To be not wand related and just like eye gouging and like smashing <laughs> someone's head on the floor and like blood splattering up on their face. Like I wanted something to be real up close and personal. You know what I mean? Their head just explodes. <laughs> the, yeah, alas. Like the scanners. killers. <laughs> scanners. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Jesus Christ. But Jesus, like, aliens too, huh? You know, the, the, the killing curse, you know, the Avada Kedavra or whatnot, that should actually act like that the guns out of District 9 where they just explode. <laughs> like, that should be what attacks. Not like, ah, and you fall over and you're dead. Like, no, no. Just, <laughs> explosion. Yeah. Well, sp- yeah, sp- That'd be kind of awesome. Speaking of, Sirius disarms Belfoy and then Lestrange hits him with that killing curse and he goes down dead. 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 He's dead. Right? What's that weird God. thing that they're fighting in front of that then, like, Sirius's, like, soul, like, floats away? Did they cover I, that in the book? Yeah. I don't. No. They do. They, so in the book, I, I could be wrong, uh, but I don't think that she actually casts a killing curse. I think she like she does a spell that knocks him into that, and that like that's like the, uh, a path or a gateway to the afterlife. Like that that kills him, but it's it's su- it's super mysterious, so you don't really know if he's actually a hundred percent dead. Got it. Yeah, oh, I thought she hit him with. A yeah, they never curse. explain what it is, but that is the connotation. Like it's either like a way to like some of their like spiritual world which i gotta tell you that's a real fucking thing in this world why the fuck does that not come back yeah right right, it's like this is a gateway to like either like the world of the dead or something you say you've got this just in this weird fucking room in the in london somewhere it's like why are we not talking about this thing yeah because i think yeah in the in the book he just he gets hit and he falls into it and then they like see him like pass on right and it's like oh shit like is he dead do they have this? I why don't do they, know. Why do they have the suicide machine? This <laughs> <laughs> is true. Yeah, like I'm, I'm looking it up right now. She pretty much just did some sort of some sort of spell that just pushed them into that thing. Yeah, yeah. You would think huh. they put up like some caution tape or something. Yeah, what the you know, fuck is that thing? Yeah, well, Where's the yellow again, police tape when I need it's it? Not it's not America. It's not in America. We we can't be trusted to walk around shit. Avail, affiliation, death. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I can figure that out. That when the guy weird. who goes through it dies or is is no longer in the world of the living. I was in, got that one solved. I was in Amsterdam um, walking around with a you know a couple friends and then a guy who was showing us showing us around and um we noticed on the canals we're like, hey, there's not a lot of handrails or anything. Like, do people fall in? And he goes, Yeah, just the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Go to those coffee shops, and then they never returned. <laughs> <laughs> we never found them again. It's a win-win. <laughs> also, Probably. Also, um, Helen Bama Carter is just fucking awesome in this. I thought that she crushes this role. Like, yeah. like just all the other Death Eaters are all stoic and sullen, and then you have her, like, raising her eyebrows, like, sticking her tongue out, like, just making weird... Weird acting choices that just right. are great. Well, oh, dude, yeah. that... And she'll eat your heart out. Like, she will eat your heart out and then just rip off your face with those crazy ass British teeth because yeah. fuck speaking of fight club, I wanted to see <laughs> she bites I wanted to see like Neville and her 
like kind of like maybe getting you know not like getting into it like a fight but like maybe develop like a romance. Oh, so you, you want someone to get hate fucked? That's what you're looking for. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just wanted to see them have a little sexual tension from like across the room. You know what I mean? Because she, she killed his parents. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Because I was like, this is the funniest thing. Like, he doesn't know this. It's it's kind of the other end, like from uh, Voldemort trying to to kill Harry, kill all of his parents. And, okay, imprinted on him or whatnot. Yeah. What if? Maybe there is yeah. a connection between those two. Mm-hmm. Like her, she's just like huh. you know doing stuff with her tongue, and like Neville's like. You know, raising his eyebrows up and down, and just having a little like <laughs> just, moment across the room. I want to see that. It just it turns into um, the Will Ferrell's character in um, in Zoolander with his assistant. Speaking yeah, weird exactly. animals exactly. Yeah, each yeah, other. yeah. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. So you have a super pissed off Harry who hits Lestrange with a Crucio curse, but then you hear Voldemort saying sweet nothings into Harry's ear. And oh fuck! Slit nose Voldy appears in the flesh and immediately disarms Harry. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Wouldn't have happened to Mel Gibson? <laughs> no, <laughs> Mel Gibson would have poked him in the nose holes, like just gonk, and then punched him in the yep. face, Three Stooges style. This, this wouldn't this wouldn't be eight movies if this was uh, Mel Gibson. In there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be half a movie, one pun. The other half done. would just be Mel Gibson fucking <laughs> Petunia. <laughs> in the same dress as before <laughs> what would happen if Harry would have like snuck in like a 38 into school snub nose 38 yeah <laughs> just like someone's yeah, you know Again, I don't think you can we've, made, we've made this clear, clear this movie is not based in America so guns are not going to school <laughs> that's true that's a good point whoa, that's a good whoa, point whoa, that's political yeah, the best you could do is like a switchblade <laughs> that's so good yeah, so then Dumbledore steps in, throwing Harry to the side as he got one of the best duels in the entire series between the King of Good and the King of Evil. Fucking so Lots good. Class. By it far, awesome. by far the best magic fight, I, th- I think, in the whole series. Uh, it I, might, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Agreed. So real good. magic. Just baller shit. So, it's way better than the last one. That's all yes. I gotta say. In the last movie, Ugh. which I'm not gonna talk about right now, but infinitely <laughs> better. I love how Dumbledore comes flying in and he's like, hey, you can't kill him now. He gets killed two more movies. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plan, goddammit. You idiot. <laughs> 3D chess. <laughs> <laughs> Stalemate. No, but that but that being said, this fight is dope. It like doesn't it is. some things like I just don't care. They like don't really make sense. Like, all right, so he like can breathe fire or something. He like casts a spell and Voldemort like breathes fire and then like Dumbledore's like, oh, there's water in that fountain, funk. And I was like, all right. It's just even like the like the like the sounds are good. Yeah. All like when he gets the water, I'm just like, oh shit. Like this is just an auditory, like a sensual feast. I, I, I love uh, yeah, they when he uh blows up all the glass and then sends so the shards at them and then yeah. Dumbledore turns into sand. I mean, that's fucking that's great. That's good also, stuff. I feel like we need some more like full body spells. Usually it's like flick of a wrist, like, ah, and this it's like, we got to move, synchronize, swimming. Yeah. I mean, like really to make this shit work. It's intense. Yeah. I yeah. like the, I like the choreography. And I love yeah. to, in the middle of it, like Dumbledore is like balling out fight, like really having at it. And he just like throws Harry like 20 feet behind him. He just <laughs> the, the, the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're still here. I thought you bounced. <laughs> he's like, Ugh. it's only for the big kids. 
Get out of the deep <laughs> end. Accidentally kills him. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Throws him on a bunch of spikes. Ooh, Hermione, Jesus. where's that clock? Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still have that, right? Time out. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, only the, this is only the second time I've seen this movie. The first time I was in theaters. And I remember after seeing this movie, just because that scene was so awesome, I'm like, I don't remember it being that great. So I went home and read that chapter over again. And it is like word for word in the book. Like that scene is exactly the way they portrayed it in the movie, which made oh, cool. me so happy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember any of that in reading. I'm like, holy shit. No, all this happened. Wow. Okay. So the fight ends in a stalemate, but Voldy plays dirty as he possesses Harry. But Harry fights the, uh, the Voldy out of him with love. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, this Jesus turned into Christ. an episode of Captain Planet real fast, too, uh, where it's just that character. You know, it's like, heart! Blah, 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 blah. It's <laughs> stupid. You know, it's, you don't have friends. I feel bad for You'll you. You'll never know love, so I pity you. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm just going to yeah. fucking kill you then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking. All right, murder then it is. Murder it is. Murder it is. <laughs> But it's, it's, I will say, it's probably one of the worst acting perform. Maybe it's not his fault, but like. Harry slash Daniel Radcliffe. It's just like he's like writhing on the floor, and maybe it's just because it's his. He's moving his lips to someone else's voice, but I'm like, this actually almost took me out of the movie. As I'm thinking about, it, I'm just like, he's like, oh, you lose, old man. I was like, oh no, don't care, but, don't care. This is stupid, they, stupid, stupid, stupid. They really, they they tried everything they could though. They gave him green eyes. Doesn't that do the job? That's probably what they were thinking. Yeah. They're like, we gave him green eyes. That's good enough, right? He did like a weird sexual snake pose. That was good too, right? Yeah. Right, guys? Yeah. When he raised his like upper torso off the body, uh, off the ground like oh a snake. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Bill. I mean, I, <laughs> dude, I fucking, I felt it in my growths, dude. Did you? It was, I I will say, like I appreciate the words behind it and like the flashing back visuals were great. Oh. Except for the one where... Yeah, except for the one where Voldemort suddenly appears back and is doing the Spider-Man thing. Yes, yeah. I was like that. I was like, what the well, fuck? And like, is and he's this? he's kind of like at his chest, his you know his hairless chest showing, and he's like floating <laughs> in like a sky that looks like it's like a boys to men '90s music video or something. Like that was weird. That's what took me out oh, of it. That would have been. Uh, tell me, I don't awesome know about band. love. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. It's like you mean boys to men don't know about Motown Philly? Don't know about love? I'll show you. It's like okay, hold on here. I don't. I, but yes, I. Oh, I kind of actually. I honestly liked it all. I thought it was fine. I thought it was it was a nice little <laughs> um little addition to make it you know into the visual side of things. Like, I, I like the little, flashbacks. Yeah, that those. Like, I thought cool. that I thought those were good. Where yeah. it's like. Hermione giving him a hug or whatever. Like, I actually liked that. I was like, that's good. This weird thing of Harry writhing on the ground and then that weird interplay of, like, Voldemort just being, like, you know, doing weird hand gestures. I was like, why? Like, just have the flashbacks. Like, that was good. I actually liked the end, but, like, it's just a weird... It's a weird choice. That's what I'll say. Yeah. So, Voldemort sees the cavalry coming and flees. And then, uh... Dumb old fudge packer Cornelius and his jammy jams finally admits that he's back. He's back. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Uh, you think? It's like everyone's dead, you idiot. Of course he's back. Fucking glass everywhere. He's going to clean up this mess. I would have loved to have like Dumbledore just do like a Jim Halpert at that moment. Just look at the camera in exasperation. <laughs> Shake his head. <laughs> Shaking my head. Yeah. Back at Hogwarts, Dumbledore explains to Harry that he kept his distance from him all year because he cares too much. No, he doesn't. Ugh. 
Eric's been hearing that his whole life. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Like, we can't hang up because I just love you too much. And it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> even it's like, even the only family has left, he had left Serious Black. So he's like, hey, he's like a, an, he's like a dad, like a stepdad or like a dad who's like in Vegas. He's like, listen, after I hit the jackpot, we're going to be together soon, son. I swear to God, you know, <laughs> calling him from like the phone booth. From like the motel outside of the strip. You know, he's got Mystique right next to him. It's like, who's that? It's your yeah. new mom. It's like, all right, well, we gotta we gotta get out of here. <laughs> all right. Then to wrap up the movie, Harry tells his friends that he has what Voldemort doesn't have, and that's something worth fighting for as the movie ends. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mean to don't mean to be a dick, but he definitely has something to fight for or worth fighting for, at least to him, which is to kill a bunch of people and rule the right. world. Right, yeah, world domination. It's kind That's of, it, yeah, for. world domination is his seems to be Seems so. to be a pretty significant motivation for him. Yeah. Yes. Actually, it's probably more than yours, Harry, at least at this point right now, because you're just like, I like to kiss Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I want to fucking rule the world. It's like, oh, okay. I've been motivated by this for 50 years now, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time for trivia. Alan Rickman banned the actors who played Ron and Neville from standing within five feet of his new BMW because they had spilt milkshakes in his car the last time. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. That is a Ron and Neville thing to do. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, as I say, the two characters in the book that could could absolutely fuck something up that Snape would love. (laughs) That absolutely makes sense. I bet he went into full character. Don't you get near my beamer? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ivana Lynch, who played Luna, beat out 15,000 other girls who auditioned for the role. And she also, Jesus yeah. And she also made the radish earrings herself. Those were some sweet oh. earrings. Yeah. She was great. She is Irish, and she's also a fox now. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're talking about she's Luna? Good, she's said, good oh, is it true? Oh, really? Oh, good I, Luna, Luna is, Max, you said it. Luna Lovegood is one of the best characters in, in the story. Oh, yeah. hands down. She's so fucking honest, and, obviously, because that's like part of her character is just being oblivious. She's like, she's like, I'm going to go home now because I don't like you anymore. It's yeah. like, all right, this is really refreshing where like no one says what they mean. She's the best person in the entire series, like as far as like a good person. She might be yeah. the only one. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Oh, yeah, Tim, that, that's that's like right up your alley. I'm looking her up right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What's her? Super Irish. <laughs> Right up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's fucking perfect. (laughs) Um, So when Helen Bonham Carter, when she stuck the wand in Neville's ear, uh, that was all improvised and it caused him to go deaf in that ear for several days. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. <laughs> Hilarious. That's uh, great. That's uh, perfect. Um, and then also, so Carter, <laughs> she wasn't the first pick. Uh, the first pick was the actress who would go on to play um, Draco Malfoy's mom. But uh, she had the backup because she was pregnant. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks for her. Because yeah. I don't know who the hell she is, but I know who Helena Bonham Carter is. <laughs> Serves her right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it works exactly. out too because they're sisters too in the, sto- you know, in the story. Yeah. So they kind of right, look similar. But... Helen Bonham Carter was a perfect casting for that. Yeah. Again, talking about yeah. Fight Club, John. Do I mean, you? Yeah, exa- yeah, no shit. That's <laughs> true. Badass. I mean, if you ever need a, somebody to be like play a weird, weird character, mm-hmm. she's your lady. That or the queen, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. That's true. That uh, or that's royalty. Funny. 
or royalty, yeah, you know. She nails it. Some st- or or again, psychopaths. Yep. So, you know, yep. one in the same. Preble, are you in your fridge right now? I know. <laughs> I did open a beer, but I also just changed my posture because I have to pee really bad. <laughs> but I'm waiting, but I'm waiting it out for you guys. So. Get closer to the mic. Oh, fine. <laughs> All right. This, this one's done, Preble. Um, they removed the entire Quidditch subplot. Thank God. Smart move there. I don't even remember. Is that where he's one. not allowed to play anymore? No, Ron becomes a seeker. Or the no, the seeker, the keeper. No. The keeper. The keeper. The goalkeeper. Yeah. Goalkeeper oh. in the books. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, you have know, the shortest move in the franchise, uh, even though the first cut was over three hours long. Yeah. I want to see I that. Can I, watch it. I can watch it. Why don't they do that? I mean, we have the capability now. Just put it out under the extras. Probably a three-hour tour. A three-hour <laughs> tour. <laughs> that would be perfect. Uh, okay, time for questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, my, my favorite character was Creature of the House Elf. Um, oh my god we didn't even cover him i love him <laughs> yeah i just i just imagine my that's that's what i'm gonna be when i get elderly it's just like cranky mu- walking around muttering swearing to myself about everybody that that's around me <laughs> that's, that's that's the way i see my life going well, um, interesting this, choice with the future tense yeah, it's older huh <laughs> yeah. but at the same time you can, you, you can kill everybody around you <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, Samantha. Of course, I help you. The fucking god do. And my least favorite character is uh, a little underplayed here. Is Seamus Finnegan? This fucking mm. son of a bitch in every yeah. every opportunity <laughs> turns on Harry for absolutely like he he turned on him in the second one when people thought that he was the uh, the heir of Slytherin. He turned on him in the fourth one when people thought that Harry put his name in the in the goblet and now he turned on him in the fifth one again and every time he always just turns around and is like oh I'm sorry I didn't know any better because I'm Irish or Scottish or, I don't give a shit up. he's Irish he's yeah. Fucking, yeah he's Irish that's the thing that's the thing Bill he's Irish he's quick to violence <laughs> yep I'm yeah, say, that's the cunt. reason why I'm just I'm sick of Seamus and his shit so he's my least yeah. favorite character yeah. <laughs> Harry has some real fucking bitterness when he says mother to her to him too it's like, oh, did your mother get that in that stupid paper? <laughs> Whatever he says. It's like, damn. Oh, Is that red Irish Irish mother of yours? It's like, oh, God. Don't Easy. you be talking about me, mother, son. <laughs> Protestant mother. Uh-oh. No, 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 that would have okay. oh, inflamed. Here come the tiny words, Harry. That would have inflamed a 75-year uh, <laughs> civil Some war. Some sort next. of flame war over here. <laughs> I mean, shit, to this day, I only order Jameson because it's fucking Catholic whiskey, so... <laughs> that's a good boy. Yeah, boy. Bushmills. Oh, no buddy. What are you, an Ulster? So when Boom. people when people give me shit about that, I actually have real research behind this. I tried drinking Jameson while laying down in bed. Went down smooth. Drank Bushmills laying down in bed. Coughed on it. Choked. It was bad. Therefore. Mm. Sorry. So John tries all of his booze it's in bed. Sorry, in bed. Yeah, I'm going to take you know, this home with me and bring it the bed. true chat. <laughs> especially this is why John days. doesn't drink whiskey anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is why I don't mm. drink whiskey. Anymore. Jameson is smooth. It doesn't interrupt my crying <laughs> <laughs> or my sleep. <laughs> uh, so my least favorite is um, a live Dudley post Dementor <laughs> attack. Mm. I really wish he would have just fucked off. He's my gone bunkers. 
<laughs> My favorite is going to be Bellatrix. Really? Yeah, just goes right into it. I mean, she's the most believable evil character. I know a bunch of y'all were talking about that earlier. Um, she will bite you, as we see later. That fucking happens, so that's intense. Um, she's like the only wizard to <laughs> yes, use right. physical violence besides um, uh, Hermione. Hermione. And um, yeah, just kind of evil, slithery, sexy. I'd do it. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. She's my mm-hmm. favorite. <laughs> Okay, guys. I'll go. Uh, oh, oh, there you oh, go. You what? go. You go ahead. All right. Man. I'll go. Um, so my favorite one is uh, Kingsley Shacklebolt, yes. who is, yes, because he is, he's actually like, in terms of the overall story, like one of the best wizards, because he's very good at finding dark wizards, but also being being an awesome dude. He's also in uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Who is he's he? The captain that? Of that, he's the captain oh, of yeah. both. Oh, yeah. No, he's that's in the, the white first shirt. One. Yeah, yeah, right. What I say, Raiders? Oh no, yeah, you did say Raiders. Right? Lost Ark. I was, yeah, <laughs> he's that. He's the in this white Raiders. ass, dope ass shirt the whole time, yeah. and now we here he is again yeah. in this purple dope ass robes. And he's good at magic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's oh, so shit. good. Yeah, God, he's he's good in this book. He's good in every other book because he's good at magic. Uh, so I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. Yes, he does. He does. He becomes the minister, and um, I. I don't want to say her because I think she's really interesting, but I will say uh, Dolores Umbridge has to be my least favorite because she's like the closest thing other than, well, I mean, she basically, she basically is like the the Nazis. She's like not a death eater per se, but she's basically like, yeah, I think only, only the white wizard should win. And everyone's just like, what? And she's like, yeah, but no, hear me out. And then she's just like, nah, I'm not going to explain it. Just. Mur- murder all the difference <laughs> and it's like okay jesus christ so she's my least favorite mm-hmm. okay uh my favorite is luna lovegood uh mainly for nice. reasons we've already discussed <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tim you're going right to the bathroom after this aren't you oh god oh no <laughs> not okay hold on <laughs> maybe i need some clarification <laughs> But typically my clarification only gets me in more trouble. So yeah. I'm going to actually skip the clarification, move right on to my least favorite. <laughs> and I'm going to say my least fa- favorite is the Minister of Magic. He's an absolute cunt. In yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's very packer. useless. Yeah, exactly. I just have this, this video kind of image in my head of Tim just going to the bathroom after this. like, yeah, Luna. Yeah. Get it, kid. Mm. <laughs> Oh, no, Get no, no, it, no. kid. <laughs> K-E-D, kid. Jesus. No. I will not be doing that to Luna Lovegood. <laughs> doing that to her much older, the much older actress. <laughs> was of age. I was not talking about you doing the, the wow. Okay. Tim. All right. Bump, mm-hmm. bump, bump. <laughs> yeah. bump. <laughs> Max, I will, I will trust that you will edit out certain things in this exchange. <laughs> it's going to be a scrambled, incoherent uh, rating for review for Tim. I think this is going to be a good time for five uncomfortable minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite, uh, Bella Lestrange as well. And then my least favorite is going to be Fudge Packer. Um, just so IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their rating systems, we decided to make our own. So what would you rate this one? And I'll go first. My rating is five uncomfortable minutes later uh, <laughs> for Timmy and everyone involved. 
out of uh, <laughs> 16 hours in Cho Chang's sex dungeon. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, nice. Wow. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Latina. I'll go. I'm going to go with... You guys knew what I was fucking getting at. All right. So no fucking bullshit me over five very uncomfortable minutes that are probably going to ruin my life. Uh, good. Uh, I'm going to give this, um, you know, three instances of Max actually drowning out of, uh, yeah, one uh, ruined life of Tim. <laughs> He's genuinely scared. This is good. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this grade this uh, this movie on the owl examinations, and it gets an A. Oh, it gets Jesus. an A for acceptable. <laughs> Nerd. An A for acceptable. It wouldn't get an A. got an A for unacceptable. Ugh. All right, fine. Cue the ducks. Jim's <laughs> <laughs> looking at images of Luna right now. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> uh. I'm looking at I'm looking at flights to Nicaragua. I need to get away. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Excuse me, that's what Tim is gonna be looking at in the bathroom after the podcast ends with the t- <laughs> I'm accepting. Okay. I'm accepting. So I hit an A for, I hit an A for acceptable. I don't know if Bill's done. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very long writing, Bill. Finish it already. Jesus. We almost had a completely coherent episode. Almost. (laughs) Almost. Almost. (laughs) Okay. All right. right, So I'll, I'll say I'm not going on the owl system, going on the newt system. No, I'm joking. Nice. I absolutely 100% refuse to do that. What I'm going to go with, this is going to be uh, 48 hours of just over of, of Harry and Snape alone in a deep, dark dungeon <laughs> as he penetrates his mind uh, over one super duper dead serious black. <laughs> Very seriously dead. Seriously yeah. dead. We had enough serious puns in the third in the third one, so... Well, I wasn't there, was I, Max? You weren't, so you got to catch up. And I got to—I know. I was going to say I got a whole episode's worth of puns about series to catch up on. Pretty serious about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That put me in a black mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers! <laughs> Quite the black hole we're in now. No, no. Quite the serious black hole that we're in. Cool. Okay. I feel like a very old man here. Don't understand that one. As Gary Olsen uh, plays Serious uh, Black, you dumb piece, you glorious piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Does anybody else have the right have a rating? Are we done? No, I think we're done. I think we're all good. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, that's the show. Please rate and review if you like us. Uh, tell your friends about us, and uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll we'll dig into the Half Blooded Prince. Yeah, Not deuces, fuckers. Though. Huzzah! Huzzah. Who needs a soundboard when you can just put your phone to the microphone? (laughs) 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 